It's been a busy time in motorsport. The last two weekends for the supercars have been up in Townsville and at Monza, the Formula One had a brand new race winner. We look at all that and more today here on Inside Motorsport. first to Monza and the Formula One had a surprise result, a very young podium that greeted the, well, lack of fans, unfortunately, at the Northern Italian circuit. A podium with no fans just 50 kilometres from Milan saw Pierre Gasly in an Alfa Tori, Carlos Sainz in a McLaren and Lance Stroll in a Racing Point stand atop the podium. Pierre Gasly spoke about getting his first Formula One win. It's not amazing to be fair. <laughs> I, I, struggle to, I struggle to realize what's happening. I know it's, it's been such a crazy ride in the last 18 months. And yeah, today we are an uh, Italian Grand Prix race winner. And uh, you know, I just want to thank all the, all the people uh, who helped me to, to make that possible. And uh, I mean, it was unexpected. We just focused on ourselves the whole time since last year, improving day by day. And, and to have such an outcome in Italy uh, for an Italian team um, and also for myself, you know, I slept home all, all the weekend. I'm living 30 kilometers from here now. feels almost like home and uh, yeah, it's my first F1 win is unbelievable. Gesley has just moved to Milan this year and he thinks maybe that was the best move he could do to get close to the team. You know, I should have moved earlier in, uh, in Milan. Um, no, it's, it's crazy, I think. It was a difficult race to be fair because after the red flag um, we had a good start, we, we moved to P2 but then after that Carlos sending me down for I don't know how many laps, slowly closing and we know when we are leading here you don't get a toe, you are slower in the, the straights. Um, I just gave everything I had and the last few laps were difficult, I had no more tyre left, they were completely gone but I just kept pushing and uh, yeah, the feeling when I crossed the line was... And out in front, did he feel any pressure? from leading a Grand Prix? I felt good because the car was great. You know, I didn't have anyone in front of me. I could just focus on my own driving. I was in my own world, just trying to take one corner at a time and, and, and really nail everything. So it just felt good. Honestly, if I could be in that position more often, I would take that. Um, but yeah, obviously when I cross the line, it's, I, I, I don't know what to say, honestly. It's, uh, it's just an amazing feeling. Our thanks to Formula One for the audio there of Pierre Gasly. Now, how did Gasly, Sainz and Strollor get into that position? Well, there was a yellow flag period where a car was trapped just outside of pit lane. The stewards put on the red lights to say that cars couldn't pit, but unfortunately for Lewis Hamilton, who was dominating the race, he didn't see the red lights and his team weren't aware the pit lane was closed. He pulled into the pit lane and got his tyres changed. But the stewards only had one course of action to take and that was to give him a stop and go with 15 seconds, I might add. And that almost ended his day completely. He was able to drive back up through the field and into the points, eventually settling in seventh position just behind Australia's Daniel Ricciardo. So they stay in Italy for the next Grand Prix 
and as they move along in Italy to the home of Ferrari, Ferrari will be hoping that they can have a much better weekend with Sebastian Vettel and Charles Leclerc both failing to finish. But for the Italian fans, Alfa Tori, their second Grand Prix victory and both of them coming at Monza. Pierre Gasly, now the new hero of Italy. Of course, also of France, his homeland. The supercars in Townsville, and what a big couple of weekends that has been. We've seen six races up there in far north Queensland, and Jamie Winkup won the first two. Scott McLaughlin won the next two, and Shane Van Gisbergen won the last two over the course of two race weekends. But it was at the end of those six races where things got interesting. Shane Van Gisbergen passed McLaughlin right in the race after a safety car period and managed to open the door for his teammate and championship combatant Jamie Winkup to come through as well. It fired off a whole series of mind games. Um, I guess it just comes down to we run a two-car team, you know, and uh, there's the same same equipment, both cars, we both both got the same opportunity. Um, it's generally sometimes a negative because you've got to pit behind the, the second car or he takes points away from you. But uh, today, if anything, it, it was a help and that's the advantage of running a two-car team in, instead of a one-plus-one. Put the in those mind games together Pushing the barrier Planting seeds Whatever. You, you probably expect more from a, uh, a uh, guy like him. What his view is, whether we believe that or not, it's another thing. Yeah, he goes through peaks and troughs just like he has the last few years with uh, Shane battling for championship, and he wasn't. And, you know, I think we, we work as well as a team as anyone in up and down pit lane. That's my view, and I'm sure Fabs is the same. That's his view, you know what I mean? And. If that's what he thinks, that's what he thinks. I'm, no matter what we say here, it's not going to change his view. He said after the race, his team is a two-car team, not a one-plus-one. What did you mean by that? I, I won't elaborate on that. That's pretty straightforward. I don't know about this stuff. We don't need to bring up Debris and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I thought it was a fair pass on, on my part. It's one of those deals where I knew he had, to, he had to pace. He had plenty more on me. He had so much grip to make the corner, and he's decided to run a car with wide. Which, in my view, it, it, would he have done that with another guy behind me? Nah, probably not. But it was Jamie, and I get that. And I've made the team game. I get that, 100%. But it was. I just felt like it was too obvious in, in, in some ways. But um, you know, it, that's how how it is. It's, it's racing. It's racing. We um, we, we run a, it's a it's a team sport and uh, and we race hard. So um, it's been going on for years. It'll hopefully continue for many years to come. And uh, that's what it's all about. So I think it's mind game.
four Red Bull Holden Racing Team, Triple Eight Race Engineering. They scored in race 23 their 200th race win in the Supercars Championship. We are Shane Van Gisberg on what he and the team did to turn his form around. Who get those last two race wins? Oh, I'm not, not too sure if there was one thing. Uh, been a lot of combinations of things to make our car a little bit better. Certainly, uh, Jamie was very fast last week, so we started this week similar to that and yeah, just chipped away at it. Uh, we lacked a little bit in qualifying, but uh, in races, yeah, the car was, car was awesome. So certainly enjoyed pushing through this morning's race. And then today would have been interesting to see where we got, uh, maybe fourth or third, uh, but the safety cars certainly saved our race and um, gave us a chance for the win, which, which was awesome. The supercars now move to Talem Bend for another two weekends of racing in the dedicated circuit outside of the state's capital. The Repco Super Sprint is on the 19th to the 20th of September with the OTR Super Sprint at the Bend on the 26th and 27th. The Drivers' Championship, well, Scott McLaughlin leads by 143 points. Chaz Mostert is behind Jamie Wincup in second and third. Cameron Waters and Shane Van Gisbergen round out the top five. That's all we have time for you this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.